It seems a week doesn't go by that we don't hear about someone in the crypto space losing their crypto or NFTs to scammers, hackers, and other ne'er-do-wells. Back in 2017, we talked about how Travis got hacked and almost lost his cryptos. Kevin Rose lost a million dollars in NFTs in a wallet-draining attack just last month. And now it's finally happened. I got fished. It was an incredibly stupid mistake that could have and should have been avoided. But it's what happened subsequently that I find the most disturbing. Most of all, it's proof that it can happen to absolutely anyone. Today, we talk about how you can protect yourself through technology and hyper-awareness on our Joel Doesn't Meet Trey Anastasio, but still gets fished, episode number 670 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. finally happened here at the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. A thief has taken my NFTs. Well, I could say I gave them to him. Joel Com here, Sir Lord Travis Wright there. How you doing, good sir? Welcome, welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, man, um, there's, there's a lot of things to be learned from this. And I want to talk about what happened. It, they were NFTs, and you and I briefly said, well, shouldn't this be a nifty show? But honestly, it's the same type of uh, thing that could happen to any of your cryptos. NFTs are just cryptos. They're just non-fungible instead of fungible tokens. This podcast sponsored by Ledger. Make sure to get your Ledger <laughs> and put all your cryptos on there. And don't get and, hacked or fished or bit slapped. And Pfizer. Don't forget to get your 18th <laughs> boost. <laughs> <laughs> this show not actually sponsored by anyone, but you know what it is. It's so interesting when, uh, you know, Joel mentioned at the top there, you know, Kevin Rose is one of the most probably proficient interwebbers out there, right? He's built some of the most amazing properties. He still got hacked. Mr. Beast, he got his stuff stole. We'll talk about that a little bit. He could have got hacked and had all of his crypto stole. He didn't because he, he was able to circumvent that. I mean, I, my phone number got switched, right? So what number was that? Episode number 41? Uh, yeah, it was number 41. We got a link to it in the show notes, and we'll yeah. have several links that you're going to want in this episode. So go to badco.in forward slash 670 for those links. You know, and we called that um, episode Travis Gets Hacked. But honestly, you didn't get hacked. You got jacked. Right, I got you, sim swapped. You yeah. got sim jacked, is what happened. Yeah. Um, so you know, most of what we call hacking isn't actually hacking. People can't hack into your wallet unless they actually have your keys. What we talk about when we say people get hacked is usually a, re a result of um, social engineering, mm -hmm. clicking on fake links, that type of thing. That's what Kevin Rose did. Right, he got caught with a phishing link. Yeah, and I, I assume that's what happened with you. I don't even really know the story. So this will be probably mostly a Joel-centric episode where he's talking because he knows most of the details of what occurred. So I'm not even sure exactly how it happened. So where, where, did, where did it all begin, Joel? Yeah, so that's what's really interesting about that is I don't know exactly how 
it begun. At some point, a conversation initiated with somebody on Discord. And here's Mm. the thing. I've been on Discord for years now. And one of the morals, uh, you know, one of the, the things that you know not to do on Discord is accept DMs from strangers, especially those acting with authority over another collection. Those are most of the time phishing links. Right. So it's a little bit different probably for us because people are like, hey, we want to come on the Nifty show. Hey, how does this work, et cetera, et cetera. So I think in some ways that could get set up. Now, I personally don't respond. I'll tell people to hit me on hit me on Twitter or something or hit me on uh, email uh, because, you know, the DMs on Discord, they seem really spammy and there's not really any way to verify those DMs a lot of times. And so that could be just vulnerable vulnerability. Number one right there is just pay attention to the DMs you get. Yep. Pay attention to the DMs. And I honestly do not recall how the conversation with this person started, but um, I got booted from a um, an nft group that i was in and i don't know how that happened i have a feeling that this person is the one that did it so now as i'm thinking this through um i was in the um the sewer rat social club it's something i've been in since 2021 they were one of the ogs of of uh, of um pfp nfts they happened before the board ape yacht club and i've got a bunch of these in my wall oh you know what i'm wrong it's not the sewer apes it's the goats Maison de Goat. So uh, that's another collection right around the same time. It was mm-hmm. the goats. And and I was uh, I got a message from somebody that I had spammed that group and was booted from it. Well, I went and looked for that group. And sure enough, I was banned from that group. So it gave legitimacy to it. It appeared mm-hmm. to be a mod telling me I got banned. Now, he's probably the one that reported me as having spammed and got me booted from the group. Now this is beginning to make sense. Mm. So he messaged me and told me, and he sent me a screenshot. And in the screenshot of this alleged spam that I posted, which I did not, was my profile picture and name. But of course, I didn't do that. And I told him I didn't do that. And he wanted to know what my wallet was. And I told him my wallet, blah, blah, blah. And he said he was reinstating me because he was really sorry. And I went to click into the Discord. I still couldn't join the Discord. He said, oh, that's our Dow Discord. Here's the one direct to the collection. And like an idiot, I clicked on it. I went to that Discord and I went to the Collab Land Verify. And that's now when you do a Collab Land Verify, you're going to often, if it's the first time with that wallet, get a transaction saying, you know, that, okay, is this you? Mm -hmm. And I did it. And the moment I did it, my Zerian app on my phone lit up and four of my um, apes from the Bulls and Apes collection, I'll actually show them to you right here from one of my other wallets. I I actually owned uh, 32 of these that we're getting ready to reveal, and they've just revealed today. You can see my apes right here. Bulls and Apes is a really cool collection. And I had moved these, divided them between eight wallets. And so only four of them remained in that primary wallet. And now I'm thinking about that and realizing if I had not divided up those 32 apes into eight different wallets, I would have lost all 32 of them. I lost 
four of them. And then I looked at my meta. Are these the four that were stolen? No, these are these are a different <clears throat> wallet. These, okay. these are mine. So uh, one of the other wallets. And now I'm really grateful that I divided them up. Now, what, then, let me ask you that. Let me ask you that, because yeah. that's maybe abnormal behavior, whereas most people probably have one wallet or maybe two. Why was what spurred your intuition to say, let me divide these amongst eight? Was there a benefit for uh, yes, meth was, creation or something? There was actually a benefit. What we were told by the team is that for every wallet that had four in them, you were going to get a bonus loot box that you're going to be able to open here to okay. customize your apes. And so it, had that not been offered, I would have lost all 32 of those and maybe right some of the bulls as well potentially well here's so i have a lot of different wallets i have multiple hard wallets i have keys mm. stored elsewhere like i'm just i'm super protective and that's why this and these were even on a ledger i just mm. moved everything from um from uh, from hot storage to cold storage so that stupid stuff wouldn't happen and i still clicked to verify that transaction and then i looked at my metamask and i saw there were 37 transactions waiting to be approved and so i clicked reject all because basically he would have wiped my wallet mm. of so many of these right. here's the other ironic part about this and where you guys really need to pay attention and make sure you're equipped i installed a chrome extension on my computer um, that goes with MetaMask called Stilo, S-T-E-L-O, S-T-E-L-O, stilolabs.com is where this is. And this is really cool because um, you probably can't see this on my screen share because it's a pop-up, mm -hmm. but what, uh, what it does, every time there's a transaction, you get a pop-up first that tells you exactly what's happening and as you can see here it tells you if it looks risky it tells you exactly how much money you're sending it tells you where you're sending nfts and so this is like um like a condom over your metamask mm. that so they don't steal all your stuff correct and so i had it installed i didn't have it turned on oh no <laughs> it's oh, like having man. a condom by the side of the bed that's good <laughs> <laughs> Joel went raw dog all up in that fish. Uh yeah, so I got I got fish, but here's that's not the most amazing part. And by the way, this is this is very common. This is what we call social engineering. Um it's a very uh, um constructed and thought through process by these scammers to uh, to take your crypto or your nfts this is what happened to kevin rose and there's a link to the story where he got he lost like a million dollars in nfts um from a, from a phishing thing that happened to him he followed a bad link and um and those nfts are gone mm. scammers what's happened. crazy is you know joel is not a newbie in this space at all he's probably one of the more advanced people when you think about dude you divided 32 nfts into eight different wallets divided that all up have multiple ledgers and keys all who does who has that probably point zero something percent of the people actually have that and he still got hacked and I, I i let my guard down it first of all um it was late at night i was tired and he just smoked a huge fat marijuana cigarette that is no. not true, but it could have been true in some alternate life. <laughs> and I, I just, it was dumb. 
uh, you know, you, you get so accustomed to this stuff that it's easy to let your guard down. And I remember when Kevin Rose did it and I thought, idiot, <laughs> like, right. why would you fall for something so obvious that you know not to do? Well, right. I did it. What and an elaborate means- plan, Joel. I mean, seriously. So somehow this guy was able to engineer his way into a community, get a member who's been in there a long time out. And this is presumable before they even knew what your your uh, address was, right? Because okay, send me your address. Let me see so I can let you back on. Then once he then presumably he goes and looks at that wallet, sees what's in that wallet, and says, "Hey, we can get you back in. Here's the link. It looks like a Discord link, but and it takes you to some Discord that may or may not be the right one, which then pops up the Collab Land Verify, which is not a Collab Land Verify." Which act, So that's a very highly intricate sort of scam system that was set up by these guys. Uh, yeah. And so I'm actually going to share my discord <clears throat> screen with you. And I wish I had captured the full conversation um, before I went to bed that night because I had already been talking with the scammer. This is but he's deleted all of his text. So you mm-hmm. can't see, uh, you know, what he said back to me. But this is, you know, when he was uh, a social engineering me uh, and then he apologized to me uh, and that's when it went sideways. Uh, and and I I was uh, <laughs> I I reacted emotionally. And yeah. it was it was 15. The dude's 15. Well, he said he was 15. Then he was said he was 19. Now, you can see here from all of my texts that there was a lot of back and forth. Like we talked for at least two hours um, that night and he's deleted all of his stuff, but this is what, how come, why does it, why does it discord actually take these things into account? And that, that person's IP address, that person's, she should be completely banned and shunned from being able to even use it because look what happened. But discord and a lot of these big tech customer service companies are just, there's non-existent. Yeah, it, it's pretty sad. But what's really sad is the conversation that I had with this guy. Um, he's He says, and I don't know if he did or not, he said he made a million dollars taking money and, and lost all but 200000 on leverage trading. I'm like, you're going to lose the rest of it, too, because you're a criminal. Here's what really struck me that makes me really sad, and I feel bad for the guy. For me, it's $1,000 in NFTs. Oh, well. You know, NFTs have been good to me. That's life lesson learned. But for him, his moral compass is so broken that he truly believes that stealing my NFTs is a game that he won and I lost. He sees it the same as Wall Street um, Mm -hmm. that, hey, the financial institutions play this game. They play it legally, um, but he sees it as, Hey, if I'm not hurting my family or my friends, it doesn't matter. And I was, when I realized that, wow, this person truly has no grasp on morality and was telling me, you know, your morality is not my morality that we are in big trouble. If there is a generation that has no moral foundation. Well, that's exactly where we are. There's that quote. I don't know exactly who said it, but it said, Tough, te- tough people create good times. Good times create weak people. Weak people create tough times, mm-hmm. right? And so it's this whole sort of thing. It's like, here we are, tough times create strong people, and strong people create good times. Good times create um, 
It's basically we're we're in this line here where we have weak people are creating tough times. And that whole quote comes into play right now where look at what's happened. There's no moral compass. Religion is pretty much gone uh, for a lot of people, right? So they don't have the moralities of that. Marriage is marriage is gone. Everyone is now, you know, saying which gender they want to be and everything else. And there's a lot of there's a lot of and and you can say who you feel you are and be that. That's great. But there's just a whole lot of wildness. I saw just the other day this lady who was a she was a she, her, they, them, something. I'm not exactly sure, but she was offended. And then she got up and started screaming and just disrupted this whole meeting. And I say, wow, there's nothing more disruptive than an angry, offended, uh, extroverted, he, she, they, them, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like if they get when they get upset, like they just don't, they're just gonna sit and scream and screech at the sky. It's because I think maybe timeout didn't really work when I was a kid. Grandma was like, you know what, Travis, go out there and pick out a switch off that tree. I'm gonna beat your ass. And you got your <laughs> ass beat. And guess what? You behaved a little better. We're in a generation where nobody got their ass beat. And so they all just like a bunch of petulant little kids. Because they are, and they're going to be grow up to be petulant little bitch ass adults. Right, Karens, a whole a whole bunch of Karens, and the next generation is going to look at them and go, "Yeah, we're not going to play that anymore." The pendulum's going to swing back; it's going to swing Always back does. hard, and there's going to be a generation of children that are going to rebel against this alleged insanity, this alleged rebellion. And I even I told this kid, um, I said, "You know, what would your what would your dad?" think of this oh i you know i would never tell him i'm like well why if it's not wrong you know because dad would see it was wrong let me have a conversation with your father and see what what he yeah yeah yeah. he's like yeah no thank you goodbye click delete i i ended up like you know he uh he said he couldn't get me the nfts back because his developer had him like for a moment there i thought he was at he might actually send them back because i was i ended up being nice to him and I ended up, you know, talking because he was like, I can bench 220 and I'm well liked in school. I get great grades. I got a 1500 on my ACT. I'm like, that's great. But you're an idiot. You're a fool. And this is why. And, and you might end up going to uh, to to prison over this stuff. Oh, only one percent of people get caught. I'm like, you know, sooner or later, it's going to catch up with you. It will. You know, whether you call it karma or, you know, you you reap what you sow or what goes around comes around. I believe that um, that that is a law of the universe and the universe is going to spank the crap out of you at some point. And I told him, you're going to remember this conversation. I'm sure this 17 year old with an undeveloped brain who thinks he's so smart and thinks he's being ethical and thinks, oh, yeah, I know what, you know, my my psychological development is at the age of 17 is going to get spanked hard and and he's going to remember our conversation i'm sure of it mm. i remember what was funny was i have a friend of mine who knew some people on the dark web and was like all right what's his twitter handle because the dude was tweeting me and then figured out his twitter handle figured out his instagram his girlfriend's instagram and then i started tweeting him pictures of him and his girlfriend kissing on instagram and he freaked out. It was hilarious because this dude literally went into because when he got my phone, then I gave him access to my Gmail because you could do the reset through the SMS. And then was trying to get into my Coinbase. But Coinbase, I used a different email specifically for that. So they couldn't get into my Coinbase, which is what they were trying to do. Then they got into my Apple. 
I got into my Twitter. So then once you were in my Google, once they were in my Google, they could get in my Google Drive, which I had some photos, had some uh, some hot nudes that some that some chick had sent me back in the day, and then was posting those on my Twitter. And then this dude was just being an overall asshole. And then I figured out who he was. And then what was funny was he um, accessed my phone, logged into his iPhone, and then through my Find My iPhone app on mine, I was able to identify where he was and then locked his phone so he could not use that phone anymore. And so then he was begging to me, you need to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm like, yeah, apologize and call me King Daddy. And um, I was not so friendly. I was I was ended up joking with the guy because he ended up getting nothing from me except being a pain in the ass. So just, just these guys, what are you going to do? We got a whole generation full of idiots who don't know what the, what the hell they're going to do with their life. And then we got AI taking everything over. So then you got these humans with too much time on their hands and not enough monies in their pockets most generally, and most likely nefarious activities follow suit. For them, then they're friends. And he told me this is a game. They compete to see who can steal the most. And look, I was not, you know, the ideal child. I remember taking money out of the cash register drawer, you know, when I was working at the pizza place. I remember I was I was a doorman at a club in uh, in, in Dallas uh, back in 1986. And people would pay, you know, five dollars, you know, cover fee to come in and cash. And I, every other cash entry i shoved in my pocket i remember walking out with three hundred dollars one night and thought i was you know hero i didn't have a moral compass Mm -hmm. um i mean i knew it was wrong but i didn't care because i needed money and i was 19 or 21 years old i was just a stupid kid and Mm -hmm. and that's what happens stupid kids do stupid things and uh, and i was a stupid adult who let this stupid kid trick me and it happens and it can happen to you you sent me a video earlier of uh, mr beast talking yeah. about how somebody broke into his place tell the story yeah so I, I just saw on this youtube short but apparently somebody robbed mr beast before he got really huge right and so he had taken 100 grand invested in bitcoin uh and then bitcoin blew up so this would have been like probably 2016 2017 mm-hmm. when he bought the bitcoin then the bitcoin was worth about two million dollars he was about to take some of that money cash out and make some videos this was before he really hit it big and somebody came in, stole his TV, stole his computer, stole his clothes, all kinds uh-huh. of stuff. And on his laptop, there was a little post note that said, Bitcoin private key. Like the <laughs> right worst place to hide, like right there on the thing. And then he realizes like, oh, shit, where's my laptop? Where's my, oh, God, I'm getting stolen. Oh, shit. So he went down to his other computer. They didn't steal his other computer. And he had another note there, Bitcoin private key. He had it in two places, went in, was able to move all of his Bitcoin over before so the dude didn't steal it he was too busy about stealing another one of his tvs or whatever didn't go and gank his two million dollars worth of bitcoin at that time which is so that's a victory story right there and the guy was you know not only a thief but a truly stupid thief because he had because who wants a 2017 tv now when you could have had two million dollars worth of bitcoin in 2017 which is now probably five million dollars but you think about that what mr beast did with that turned all that money in so basically he made his youtube money bought crypto Turn it into two million dollars, and then they use that to fund more videos. And so the moral, so that's good. 
The moral of the story is, uh, first of all, get cold storage. Use a ledger or a treasure or something for your uh, your cryptos, because at least then it's it's more challenging with the, with hot storage. Um, it's a lot easier to get to your stuff and be socially engineered that way, at least with a ledger. There is that, oh, a transaction's coming in. I need to approve it or, you know, or disapprove it. Use the web extension um, Stilo on your MetaMask and um, and be careful about messages that you get from anybody on Discord, on Telegram, on TikTok, mm-hmm. on Instagram, on, on Signal, on anywhere. Mm-hmm. Be cautious and don't accept DMs from people. Always verify before you trust. Don't even trust. Yeah. Verify what's going on first. So would you say that the fact that Zerion, the app on your mobile device, messaged you, is that the first thing that alerted you that you were getting it, ganked? It is. And so this is a uh, free app, and we can put a link to this into the show notes. Z-E-R-I-O-N is the app you can download. Not sure if they have it for Android. I have it on my iOS. And mm-hmm. I don't connect my wallet to Zerion. I just track my wallets on Zerion. So you could just put an address in and right. tell it to send you notifications. So I track Travis's wallets. Every time Travis does a transaction i want to know what he's up to i track several friends and i get a yeah re i want my privacy joel you're violating my privacy Block, blockchain it's public public uh. ledger and so i can see when you're transacting in nfts or in cryptos because zirian tells me and zirian lit up right away and it said four um bulls and apes you know nfts sent to and i'm like oh crap so thank you zirian that's another really mm-hmm. great point trav is go download the zirian <clears throat> app i'm going to find a link to that right now to put into that's yeah, good the Zerian and the stilo that kind of help you modify and to monitor what it is you're trying to do to save your ass i like that app.zerion.com i believe z-e-r-i-o-n zerion yep. app is the one that you want to get yeah i'll put a link to that into the show notes it's zerion.io smart social web three wallet again you don't need to use it for the wallet aspect you can just track it. Um, you can track any wallet you want without it, making it a hot wallet. And so Beautiful. I recommend that. So there you go. Lessons learned. Hey, here's another lesson learned, Trav. Um, you can go and write a review and it'll get read on this podcast, especially if it's five stars. We got a review mm-hmm. from Mike Mo 1271 fun and entertaining crypto podcast, five stars. He says, it's a great show. Look forward to Joel and Travis podcasts every week, including the nifty show. Listen to it. So often my fiance is saying the stay bad in the intro every time. Ha ha ha. While she isn't really into crypto, she enjoys listening to stay bad, five stars, all these other reviewers giving a Less than five or little whiners. Mm-hmm. With little whiners with little wieners. That's right. So if you if you leave us like a three star or two or one, I assume you have a minuscule manhood. So go ahead, just self-identify your micro penis. Micro <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hope you guys learned something today. I know I have this week, and uh this is not, you know, fool me once. Um shame on you, you won't get fooled again. Fool me twice. Shame on me. So this, I, yeah. you know, what, I'm just going to jump right ahead to the fool me twice. Shame on me. I should have known better. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know what? At least that guy self-identified as having a micro penis. He did. Yeah. And, Congratulations. And, and micro morality, too. Uh, when we say stay bad, we don't mean be an asshole. We mean just stay bad. 
The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. Trav, I don't know if you're aware, but the feedback from the show that we did recently about AI was fantastic. And I, I think we should like do a spinoff show because... You know, AI does overlap some into blockchain, but mostly not. Mm. And mostly what we've been is sort of the Sherpa to new technologies, right? This whole world of of crypto and, and NFTs and metaverse and play to earn and AI. It just fits right in with what it is that we do. The Sherpa Derpas, I believe. <laughs> the, the Sherpa Derpas, yeah. The so, Derpy Derps of, of the Cryptops. Well, let's let's uh, talk about that a little bit more. And you guys who get to the privilege of listening to these Easter eggs, because, you know, sometimes we go on after the show is actually over. Mm -hmm. uh, stay tuned. This isn't an Easter egg, though. This is more of like a Halloween treat, like a trick or treat. Are we going to trick them or treat them? I don't know. To be determined. Well, we'll, we'll let AI decide. <laughs> oh, and that's how we can end the show is stay I bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's good.